4: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hello and welcome. It's our number four, our number four of the Ben Maller Show. We take a look at Cam Newton. We parse the words of the Patriot quarterback as he serves up waffles when asked if he planned on being back with the Patriots in 2021. And he played dodgeball. Say what that means. What does it mean? We will answer that question and more coming your way here in hour number four. Not going there. Say what? Not going there. Welcome in the beginning. Of another hour, it's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air, everywhere, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond. As we bloviate the overnight into the early morning hours, away on the fast and powerful microphones of Fox Sports Radio, emanating live from inside the magic. Radio box, also known as the Geico FSR studios. We do thank you for hanging out with us. We had a Monday night game last night and a surprise. The Buccaneers, a four-point favorite, go down. They taste defeat at the hands of Jared Goff. And in dramatic fashion, Tom Brady had the ball, two-minute drill, chance to drive down, field goal ties the game, and a touchdown would conceivably win the game And he threw an interception, and it was that kind of a night for Tom Brady, who did not get off to a horrible start, but from the two-minute warning, from the two-minute warning through the middle of the fourth quarter, Tom Brady attempted 21 passes and completed three of them. He was three out of 21 for a stretch of that game, 14%. It was a bad night all the way around. Brady averaged about four yards, a little over four yards, less than five less than five per pass attempt in that loss for the Buccaneers. And so I want to talk about Brady's former team, though, because that was a Cam Newton-like performance that Brady put on last night, which is appropriate because while Brady is suffering and the Buccaneers are in some danger, the way Brady's playing right now with five interceptions the last three games, they're in danger of not making the playoffs. Now, fortunately, they're in the right conference, the NFC, where you can lose a few games and still be fine for the postseason. But the Rams, with that win, you can ram it all day and you can ram it all night because you look at your standings and the Rams move on up to the number two seed in the National Football Conference. Tampa Bay drops down to the number six seed. The reason they're still in good shape is because the – Teams that are lurking on the outside, looking in, in the NFC. There's only one team that's even 500. That's the Chicago Bears, and then you got Minnesota, Detroit, and the 49ers, who are all four and six behind that. But I wanted to get to the to the Patriots part of this. Now the Patriots are the 11th team in the American Football Conference. Only seven get in. Uh, they lost over the weekend to the lowly Houston Texans. Which is seemingly hard to do. The only other team that the Texans had beaten this year was Jacksonville. And and now they add a win that's not a Jacksonville win. Houston does. So our lead this hour, though, comes from the drama-rama that is around the downfall of New England. The Patriots' playoff hopes are all but on life support at this point. Four and six. And they did get some help because Miami and Baltimore took it on the chin. They need Baltimore to lose. They need Miami to keep losing, and they have to win. See, the problem in the arithmetic for the Patriots is they have to keep winning consistently. They have left themselves no wiggle room if they plan on returning to the postseason. So if they don't make the postseason, something doesn't look like it at this moment, that means there will be more widespread changes. The winds of change. The winds of change will be coming through, Uh, And so with that as the backdrop, appearing on his weekly paid radio show in Boston on EEI, Cam Newton was asked a rather innocuous question, a benign question, a softball question, T-ball, some would even say. The question was, does he have interest in staying with the Patriots beyond this season? Now, what do you think he did with that question? Now, chances are you might imagine that Brady, or not Brady, there's a Freudian slip, that Cam Newton said something that you would not expect, which is absolutely right. If your instincts told you that Cam Newton said something that you would not expect, uh, that is right. That's why this rises to the level of a Mallard monologue. If Cam Newton had come out and said, yes, I would like to play with the Patriots, because this is uh, this is home now. This is my home, and I like Bill Belichick, and I love everything Patriots. Then this would not rise to the level of a malor monologue. Instead, uh, well, Cam Newton went to the kitchen and started making waffles. Uh, he was waffling. He was playing a ball. He was playing dodgeball, is what he was saying. Very cryptic response, ducking the question. He said, "Quote, man, I have interest in winning the Arizona Cardinals game." Cam Newton. Proudly declared, How about that? He said with a question mark. There are so many things that I don't want to even harp, dwell, and even think. And then he quoted the Bible. He said, As the Bible says, my cup runneth over, just trying to focus on the near future rather than the far future. Close quote. See, this is the part where this job is fun. We get to parse the words of Cam Newton. So the question What are the odds? That Cam Newton is back with the Patriots in 2021. We have not updated the odds in some time. We run an overnight sports book here, an amateur sports book at Fox Sports Radio. So I am going to set the number at plus 400. The odds that Cam Newton is back in New England in 2021. Now, what does that mean if you're not a gambler and you're not good with math? That implies a 20% chance. And I think I'm going big on this because I think it's actually lower than that, but I'm going to set the line at plus 400, because odd things can still happen. I've got the whirly bird, gene therapy, and audition. And we will combine all of these things together. All these things together. All right. Now, A, Cam Newton's play this season has, to be kind, left much to be desired. Uh, Very bland football. Not the conductor of the Boston Pops. It's more like a neighborhood garage band that had never played before together, uh, reports of his demise. And we we had a lot of them in the offseason leading into 2020. The reports of Cam Newton's demise in Carolina, it turns out, were not greatly exaggerated. Cam Newton, the player that showed up with the Patriots, has been a shadow of what he had been in his salad days. Now, I was never a big Cam Newton rah-rah guy. I wasn't. He did win an MVP. Even that season, he was not a great passer the year he won the MVP. Carolina had the top record. He was the top player. That was the year I think they went 15-1, and one, if I remember. Uh, so anyway, listen, New England was hoping to catch lightning in a bottle. I think we can all agree on that. Instead, what they got with Cam Newton is one of those novelty, you know those uh, those metal, uh, the whirlwind buzzer type things where you, put, and you squeeze and it buzzes the hand. That's what they've got. They've got a... Like a faux buzzer, like a comedy magic buzzer that you would get in a magic shop or on the, the toy aisle at the grocery store when you're in the grocery store and you want to buy your kids a toy so they shut up and you get them one of these things. Anyway, listen, uh, that's what the Patriots wanted, lightning in a bottle, and they got one of those toy buzzers. Cam Newton has done everything. I will say this for Kim. He's done everything the Patriot way. Right? All that concern that Cam was not going to buy into the dog. Maybe he hasn't behind the scenes, but at least publicly, he's played the good cop. He's played by the Patriot rules. He's a very smooth operator for the most part. It's the performance on the field that is where we zig instead of zag. And that's where the Patriots zig instead of zag. In fact... Cam Newton is a generic brand quarterback. Now, generic brand is not not bad. You save money on generic brand, and he's playing on a minimum contract, so their Patriots are saving money, but the name brand is where the the wow factor is. Cam Newton is the 27th-ranked quarterback in the NFL. He's behind multiple quarterbacks who have either been benched or been replaced because of injury. Guys like Ryan Fitzpatrick, for example, Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville, those guys – have been replaced, well, they had better numbers or have better numbers than Cam Newton. Newton has four touchdowns and seven interceptions. So this is a case where you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. Now, he's playing like you would imagine a quarterback who signed the contract that he signed. He's not overperforming the contract. He's playing about as well as you would imagine. Now, part B of this. So Cam Newton has consistently struggled down the stretch in close games. And that is the biggest referendum on Cam Newton. New England is, they played six games, one score games. They're two and four in games that were decided by a touchdown or less. And I've always believed this to be true, and it is true. It proves out time and again. Bad teams lose close games. Good teams win close games. Uh, This is a simple Reality—it's the naked truth of the sporting industry. The New Orleans Saints, for example, are four and one in one-score games. They have the top record in the NFC. If the Saints were one and four in one-score games, they would not have the top record in the NFC. How about the Pittsburgh Steelers, undefeated, walking around like peacocks? There, they got the chest out, they got the feathers up. The Steelers have played five games that were decided by one score or less. They're 5-0. and Make that 1-4. Are we having the same conversations about the Pittsburgh Steelers? No. And then on the flip side, you've got teams that are traditionally bad, like the Jacksonville Jaguars, who played four close games. They're 1-3. They're 1-3 in one-score games. The Cincinnati Bengals, without Joe Burrow now, they've played five one-score games. And uh, they are 1-4, unless you want to include the tie, which was a one-score game, but nobody won or lost that. So we can go on and on here, but back to the Patriots. So Cam Newton overall has been generic, but at the end of games, he has been worthless. There's no other way to say it, and, and for context... If you look at these games, Cam Newton played a central role in uh, three of the losses, at least, where he got stuffed at the goal line in Seattle a couple of times there, week two. He had the big fumble in week eight against the Buffalo Bills. The Patriots were in field goal range. They were matriculating the ball down the field. He coughed it up at about the 13-yard line, and that ended the game, gave the win to Buffalo uh, then just the game on Sunday I was watching the end of the game uh you know late stages fourth quarter against Houston and Cam Newton had passes that were being batted down the guy's like six foot five or whatever you should not have passes being batted down that's something little Kyler Murray should have to deal with uh, also he took a backbreaking sack is uh I, I remember I wrote that note down uh, that cam took that the sack there I think it was JJ Watt that got him I think it was him uh late on the drive but anyway listen it's those plays for the Patriots, those hero plays that Tom Brady consistently made. Now, to be fair, Brady right now with the Buccaneers is a hot mess all of a sudden. But the expectation was that that Cam Newton, in those end-of-game moments, give him a chance. He's a former MVP. Cam Newton, he'll make plays. And instead, he's flopped. All right? Uh, not to be an alarmist, not to be a panic peddler, just call it like it is. Uh, he has been bad. And so clearly he needs some kind of gene therapy there because he is lacking the proverbial clutch gene. Uh, Unable to elevate his play in crunch time and not exactly a cool customer at the end of these games. And and Cam has been fashionably late also. So in addition to the crucial mistake late, uh, the Patriots are behind the eight ball most of the time on offense. Cam Newton in the first quarter this year collectively of all the games, has a passer rating of 64.8. He has no touchdown passes in the first quarter of any of these Patriot games. That means New England, they are chasing and rather than massaging a lead. So the degree of difficulty goes up. Not down, it goes up. All right, last word here. So really this season was an open casting call for Cam. He had an opportunity to go play for Belichick and to be the guy. And it was an evaluation period. It still is. And so far, he has done a news dive. Uh, he has not passed the audition. Sorry, your name's not on the sheet of paper. Now, there's still time to impress. Time is running out. Don't hold your breath. Since 2011, I saw this stat going around. Since 2011, there are 16 quarterbacks in the NFL who have started 100 or more games. There's 16 Uh, Cam Newton is 16th in completion percentage. He is 14th in passer rating. Uh, Those are some terrible numbers. The the Patriots will continue to be on the lookout for someone, anyone better, whether or not that guy exists in the NFL draft or scouring the free agent market. My gut continues to tell me that Bill Belichick is going to trade a draft pick to the 49ers to get Jimmy Garoppolo back. If the Niners are willing to do that... Now, the Niners might just release Garoppolo. I would think they would be willing to take a draft pick. And that that was the chosen one. That was the guy that was the heir to Tom Brady's throne. And then because Brady had a hissy fit and was uncomfortable, the legend goes the Patriots had to get rid of him. If not Jimmy G, the market is flooded with a bunch of marginal veteran quarterbacks who you can take a flyer on, you can play musical chairs, Cam Newton can go play somewhere else, and you can bring in Matthew Stafford or Matt Ryan or any of these other bums that change teams year after year after year. And Cam can go somewhere like Chicago and set up shop and, and give it a run. See how it goes. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of that? It is available to you here at eight seven seven ninety nine 99 on Fox, 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine. We are also on Twitter at Ben Maller, and you can check out the Facebook page as well, and that's up and running there at Ben Maller Show and the Instagram page Ben Maller on Fox as well. I want to thank our guy David in Simpsonville, South Carolina, and a very stylish here. He's a hat benefactor here. He sent in a. Kentucky Wildcats uh, hat, big Kentucky Wildcat fan. So thanks to David there in uh, Simpsonville, South Carolina. We appreciate that. All right, straight ahead. Straight ahead for us, the Condiment Boss has arrived. The Condiment Boss. You got to say that properly. We'll get to that. Also later this hour, we will have uh, Sight the Bite, the great sports radio mystery. We'll get to all of it, and we will do it next. Fly,
4: Maller, fly, on the airwaves everywhere. Fight, Roberto, fight, cook a sound bite, one, two, three. Eddie low, Cooper high, as we hear the militia cry. Fly, Maller, fly, gloviating and horns woggled. M-A-L-L-E-R, Maller! Keep fighting, Philly Rob! Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The
5: Ben Maller Show is scientifically proven to help make time fly by while working the third shift. We have a track record of almost 20 years of nocturnal service. Help support our daily battle against insomnia by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We need your support. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Bubba
1: writes in. He says, Ben, you might have been joking about Cam in Chicago, but he can't possibly be worse than Mr. Trubisky and the patron saint of Eagle fans, Saint Nick Foles. There you go. A.K.A. Big Blank Nick. Yes. Uh, Rambo writes in. I'm so glad that Rambo's listening. He says, Ben, I liked your comments about Cam Newton. Based on Belichick's history, Rambo says, what do you think of trying to get Alex Smith Low turnover rate, conservative mentality, capable, probably cheap, because they aren't sure of the leg long-term. Well, it's not a terrible idea. I just Every time I watch Alex Smith play, I am stunned that he's playing. And I'm just anticipating that that might be the last play that he plays. There's some fatalistic thinking when I watch Alex Smith out there. I'm not usually like that. I don't really care, but. That was such a gruesome injury that he had. And the, the fact, I can't believe he's back. I was a, I was a kid when Joe Theismann's legs snapped in half, and I was watching that Monday night game, and oh, my God. And he never came back and played. I know modern medicine's better and all that. Hey, in celebration of Fox Sports Radio's 20th anniversary, can you believe this place has been on the air for 20 years? Wow. Uh, we will be naming the top 20 athletes of the past 20 years this is not my idea, by the way. From 2000 all the way through 2020. But I had actually voted. They asked me to vote. I was flattered they wanted me to vote. I, I don't like list radio, but they wanted me to vote. Uh, they have not even told me who won. Now, I vote, I did not follow the criteria that they asked me to follow to vote. So my my list was just who I who I talked about the most. Because I've been here for most of the last 20 years. So I just talked about who I... I did monologues about it. anyway. Listen, tune in to the Odd Couple with our guys Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Uh, number one Tom Brady fan, Rob Parker. Uh, that is uh, Tuesday here tonight at nine thirty p.m. Eastern, six thirty p.m. Pacific. As we begin revealing the top twenty list, and again, that's tonight. They'll be unveiling number 16 to 20 of the best athletes of the century. That's Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Never heard of them. They host a show called The Odd Couple. It's on uh, nights here on Fox Sports Radio. Anyway, athletes from 12 different sports cracked the top 20. Well, that means some of my people didn't make it because I pretty much went Meat and potatoes. Uh, Anyway, uh, will your favorite athlete make the cut? Inquiring minds would like to know. Tune in tonight at 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 p.m. in the West. Uh, The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio, uh, available on uh, the iHeart app and wherever you can find Fox Sports Radio there. That'll be tonight, so we'll find out. Oh, the drama. You can cut the tension with a butter knife. Oh, my God. It is crazy. All right, we'll take some phone calls here, 877-99 on Fox. Later this hour, we have Sight the Bite, the great sports radio mystery, Sight the Bite. Let's go, though, to the phones, and Christopher is in Houston, and he is next. Hello, Chris. Uh, uh,
6: uh, uh. Malla, let me ask you a question, Malla. Okay, I got a couple questions for you, man. Yeah. No. When you write your monologue, I mean, because I've been seeing like a three or four. Is it one that you write with your heart instead of your head? Because that Clipper monologue about Sergi Baca was, whoa, that well, was all well, over
1: everybody's head. No, 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 Chris. Now, hold on a sec here, Chris. Calm down. Okay. Uh, I, I jot some notes down for the monologues. I do that. But uh, that, everything I point out there, I, I, when, I, when I start something out by saying, first of all, I've done my homework. I've done my research. And uh, I have uh, verifiable – there's nothing I said that was incorrect, verifiable information. What did I say that was incorrect about that monologue? Go ahead. So so I was
6: going to say, so when the Clippers don't make it out the second round again, so what you're going to say is at the time I was right. But, you know –
1: No, I'm not not worried – I'm not worried about that. First, they're going to go out of the second round. That's obvious. They're going to they're going to get to the NBA Finals in 2021. Uh, the next NBA Finals, they will be there. I'm not you worried know what? Who that. you
6: turned into? You turned into the Clippers broadcaster that always has write ups every off season for the Clippers. Well, he this actually retired. He actually re-
1: he retired. Ralph Lawler is his name. He retired. Uh, and I, Thanks Ralph to the was a... Clippers.
6: Well, no, he, I made, mean, a ton. I he made a ton of money. Was... He's got.
1: Ralph's got like multiple houses. He's very rich. I, I would like that also. The Clippers can hire me and overpay me and uh, make me rich. I, that would be great. But again, yeah. I, I'm asking you give me some substance, Chris. What exactly did I say? I, the highlights of that monologue, it's on the podcast. I, I pointed out that there's a reason the Clippers made no effort to keep Montrez Harrell. He was a bad apple with the Clippers. There was, there's a what? reason. The guy was a six man of the year, and they didn't want, he didn't even make an offer. Are you kidding now, me? That should raise a, uh, you know eyebrows in Lakerland, but these people are so dumb they don't even realize it. What should raise an eyebrow is
6: that y'all kept Lou Williams. He stinks in the playoffs. He hasn't showed up yet. That dude never shows up to the playoffs, but he'll show up to the well, 9 You block.
1: got to stay focused here. And who wouldn't show up to that, by the way? And those Buffalo wings in the Atlanta are amazing. So, I mean, those. Uh, those now, buff- I got oh, one more God, question for great. you. I, I got
6: another question for you. What? When, when did blow-up dolls start having babies? What are they going to name their baby? Latex? Okay. Will it be rubber Rubbermaid?
1: Okay. All right. I, what am I supposed to do with that? Thank you. All right. I, I, I got to go.
4: Jeez. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
5: I also wanted to mention that college basketball is, believe it or not, starting on Wednesday. Uh, not really ready no, for that. No, really? Yeah, it is, Yes. Uh, but stuff oh, uh, to bet on, though. That's good. It. well, that's true, and scores to give. You know, I'm not going to complain about that. But games of note, Eddie, the number one team in the country, <laughs> Baylor. Uh, I'm not getting off to a great start. They have had to pull out of the Empire Classic uh, tournament there in Connecticut because of uh, the old uh, COVID-19 there. So uh, I think we're going to see. Well, a you're like the COVID-19
1: news desk here, Eddie. I mean, every I, I night it's COVID-19, COVID-19, 19, COVID-19. What do you want me to do? Jeez. I don't know. You can talk about other stuff. How about that? There's I all mentioned DeMarcus Cousins, Cousins
5: signed with the Rockets. I know. I mean, yeah.
1: Give me some baseball rumors. It's the hot oh, stove league see, in I baseball. did see the
5: Mets are keeping their manager.
1: Did you see that Tim Tebow was invited back by Sandy Alderson? No, that no, Tebow's no, no, no. minor league baseball was canceled. It might be canceled again, but if there is minor league baseball, the Mets have, have invited Tim Tebow back to continue his terrible career as a baseball player.
5: All right, that's good.
1: And, and Sandy Alderson, though, admitted, though. Sandy Alderson admitted that, hey, it's show business, and that's really the main reason that Tebow's allowed well, It's all play. supposedly
5: entertainment, right? Isn't that what this is yeah. all about? And Luis, that, Luis Rojas, by the way, is the guy's name. The Mets are keeping him. Still will not have a GM, I saw
1: the uh, Koopa Loops Angels are, are interested in that uh, weasel Blake Snell. Bro, I'm risking my life. Yeah, he could be an angel, Koop. I'll, an we'll, I'll take him week. Come on. The guy didn't even fight to stay in the game in the World Series. Come on. <laughs> what a coward. I'm
5: not playing unless I get mine. He should have thrown a I'm punch. I'm gonna play. I should be getting the money I <laughs> signed and be getting paid. How
1: how great is it if, if, like, Kevin Cash comes out, hey, Blake, I'm going to take you out of the game, and then Blake just delivers a haymaker <laughs> right on the mound of Kevin Cash Bro, over I'm my dead my body. body. Just headbutt him. <laughs> yeah, just butts <headsbutts> him. <laughs> 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 what else? I saw a cheating astro, Charlie Morton, from back in the day. He's uh, The Braves are supposedly hot and bothered for him. Isn't he old now, though? He's getting up there, isn't he, Charlie yeah. Morton?
4: Yeah, he's past his prime. Yeah,
1: he's not the uh, the young spry. He- no, never He was already Roger. old
2: when he started becoming good. That's
1: a good point. I wonder well, how
5: he, pirate great. I wonder how he
1: all of a sudden started becoming good when he was kind of marginal. Hmm. I wonder what happened. Well, went He left Houston. the Pirates. That helped. Well, He went to the Houston Astros and the, uh, they've uh, got a history there in Houston. All right, let's go to the phones. I'm a lion. R. Oh, please. That's so amateurish. It's edited audio. I would never say something like that. Play it again. I'm a lion. R. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, that's like the Detroit Lions on
5: Thanksgiving. Oh God. Yeah. I'll be getting up early for that game. Not <laughs> no. that crappy games too.
1: No man. way
4: at hell. All the early games are crappy.
1: Well,
5: in it, this, the Ravens and Steelers
1: is not like
4: that. No, that's a good that's the good one, but you gotta yeah, wait till yeah. nighttime for that. Yeah, that's like the, the
1: the last last nugget. Well, anything involving the Cowboys sucks. Yeah. So that's always bad. And anything involving the Lions is, for for my entire life is a Thanksgiving
5: been tradition, Ben.
1: Yeah. The only time when I was a kid I ever saw the Lions was on Thanksgiving when they, and they had Barry Sanders and some great you know, players even before that. But, but that was the only time I'd ever see them. And I was like, wow, this is a weird team. You know, it's like when I was a kid and I'd watch baseball and I never saw like certain teams except
5: on this week in baseball's Twib Notes around the majors. That's a I mean- 9 a.m. start here on the West Coast. So.
4: I'm so, sure yeah. Joel who fills in for me I, when I'm out of here. Oh, God bless Joel, man. God bless Joel. He's always God, wearing his life.
5: Every day. Every day he wears Everybody his lion's hair. Oh, poor bastard. It's all about poor the Hollywood <laughs> Blue.
2: You know, I was I was much more willing to watch crappy teams as a, as a kid and, and even as a, a teenager. Like every Thanksgiving, it didn't it didn't matter what the game yeah, was. I was up at 9:30 or whatever time to watch all the games and now there's no chance it's about I would time wake up. Now. It's
4: like I'm wasting my time with that crap, man.
1: Yeah, well, you've officially become old. Uh, congratulations! Uh, now you got to pick up a gambling habit if you really want to. Oh, that's high pick up watching. a gambling <laughs> habit. You <laughs> <laughs> picked that up en- a long en- time ago. Enhance your gambling habit, but uh, anyway, all right. Let's go to Whoopie Pie Blair, who's next in the great state of Maine. Hello, Whoopie Pie Blair. What's going on, Ben? He's a lawbreaker. He's a hooligan and a hoodlum. whoopee Pie Blair.
6: Well, is it true that um, Nolan Arenado is a Dodger for sure now?
1: Yeah, just go with it. Just go with it. Why not? I mean, it's going to happen eventually, so why not just start and say that? Talk it into reality. Talk it into the world. That's your buddy, right? That's, you used to, used to call me yeah, up when you lived on the West yeah. Coast. You were buddies I've with been, Nolan. I was in the Dodgers
6: Stadium to watch him play against the Dodgers. So I, I'm i really yeah. glad that he got out of misery to go into a great, great team um, yeah. to play for a great, great ball club. So he's got out of misery because he's yeah, not. Yeah, I
1: got you. you All know, right, now, now Blair, team, are you,
6: Blair, Al-Rubbie Hold on, hasn't done well.
5: No, but you are well, you not
6: have not done well since. All right,
5: he's... All right everyone knows. Love that, that speaker phone, by the way, or whatever. Yeah, that is. Blair, yeah, it I sounds mean, awful. You,
1: you got to pick up the phone, Blair. I mean, we can't keep taking these calls. You're big time in the show, Blair. Hey, so Blair, pick uh, up the phone, or I'm going to hang Eddie. up on you. Blair, Blair hey, pick Eddie. up the phone, or I'm going to hang up on oh, you. Blair. How am I going to pick up Google? You you called this on Google? Yeah. Right, but that's on your phone. Pick up the phone. Oh, my God. Do oh, I have to
6: do a... Up, to... Okay, I'll pick up Google. Okay, here we go. Um, ben.
1: Oh, my God. Look at that. You better. picked up Google. It sounds better. Shocking. Yes, go ahead, Blair. Eddie. <laughs> Are you ready for yes. Thanksgiving
6: night when your Pittsburgh Steelers take a big crap when the Ravens beat them? Kind of like, ah, kind of like ah, you behind a dumpster. Oh, uh, like that. Ah, ah.
5: Well, your Steelers better take a crap that night. There, take a
4: big <laughs> <dumpster> <laughs>
5: well, if anyone knows about crapping, it's you, uh, Blair. Oh! <laughs> well, in the, in the, Talking about the one I took outside by the
6: dumpster? Yeah, thank you very much. Now all the cops know that I did it on the air.
1: Well, you announced it, you (laughs) deviant. I mean, how would we have known your bathroom habits? You brought it up on the show. Yeah, that's true. And
6: now, yeah. So now all the Waterville, Maine police or the state police will know who I am when I walk around. Yeah. Well, they'll no, be happy no, no. to close that case. never known to bring it up. To yeah. so two a... <laughs> down, are now going to talk about it. The mad pooper.
1: <laughs> There's a pooper on the loose. Well, that's a case that started as a warm case turned to Poopy a cold. Poopy pie player.
4: We need some other ladies, What's poopy that, Poopy Pie Blair? What, what, what do you say, <laughs> Poopy Pie Blair? Poopy Pie Blair? Are you, you not a
1: Raiders fan? Poopy Pie Blair. Look, I love when he tries to talk trash. I love feisty Blair. Poopy Pie. You want a poopy pie? <laughs> all right, all right. What did you
6: say over there? Yeah, Raiders fan. You want a poopy pie? <laughs> I want a Raiders fan that, that they, uh,
1: they don't do so great when we play great oh, Okay, All right, stop. Is there an adult in the room? Ra- Come on, you're an outlaw. You want Thank a poopy
3: you. Poopy pie.
1: All right, my God, what the hell has happened? Bunch of gargoyles. I mean, my goodness. Now we don't even have. Now we went so long. We uh, now I don't even have time for Cowboy or Regina or the, all these legends. Oh my God. All right. Well, that was fun, and uh, was I'll give fun. you all a rain check. We'll be on. I'll be on uh, tomorrow as well. You'll be here uh, yapping away, and the day after that as well. All right. So we will have sight the bite, the great sports radio mystery sight the bite. We'll get to that, and we will do it next.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com, and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: Everyday sports radio listeners and super fans in the Mallor Militia can not only hear this program live from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern, but also 24-7 on demand via the podcast. Tell your family and friends about this sports talk revolution. Subscribe to the Ben Mallor Show podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star review. It's risk-free and helps keep the lights on. And now live from the GEICO, Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Mauler
1: It's time now to... Sight the bite, the bite, where we play random generic sound bites. You know, in inane sports and entertainment cliches spoken by so-called experts. And you try to tell us who's doing the talking. And away we go. It's time now for Sight the Bite, the great sports radio mystery. Each and every week at this time, our collective investigators line up to try to answer who this mystery voice is, and someone from the world of sports. The last seven to ten days, listen very closely, see if you can make out who this is.
3: And backflip. And backflip.
1: All right, so backflip. And backflip. All right, will anyone get this right? Eight seven seven ninety nine on fox is the number. I, uh, I want to say caller number five. Eddie? Justin in Cincinnati. Roberto, people loved your back and forth with... Poopy pie. Yeah, Blair, <laughs> they really enjoyed that. Llamada <laughs> numero cinco, Ben. All right, and what about you there, Coop Da Loop? I think, uh, I think it's
2: going to be caller number five.
1: All right, so you, you guys cheating off my paper yet again. This happens all the time. And let's go to caller number one on site. one. That's Rob in Vegas, batting leadoff. Rob, who is it?
6: Good evening, Benjamin. Is that real
1: talk, pregnant husband? No, unfortunately, uh, that's uh, incorrect. I think the math on that will work out. Uh, they're still working out. Let's go to Johnny Wad, who's in Boston. Johnny Wad, you're my caller number two. Golden ticket on the line. Johnny Wad. Well, can I hear it again? Play it again. Play it again.
3: And backflip.
1: And backflip.
4: Is, is that Derek Carr?
1: Is that Derek Carr of the Raiders? <laughs> no, thanks for playing, Johnny Wad. Not a bad guess. Let's go to uh let's see well we have a clue this person played for the Raiders of St. Thomas Aquinas uh in high school. Backflip. Uh, let's go to Regina in Minnesota. My caller number 3 Regina, you can win a golden ticket she, Regina. Uh, she just hung up. All right, she's gone. She hung up. She didn't want the golden ticket. Credit card Gordon, credit card Gordon, you're my caller number 3. You have a chance at a golden ticket.
4: Good morning. Uh, is he saying I am Blackfoot? Because it might be an Aboriginal then. Okay.
1: This is going very well. Can we well. just stop
3: taking his calls altogether?
1: I usually leave him on hold the whole show, but he holds on the entire show. Fascinating. Uh, Jared in Kansas City. He hasn't had a good call in about seven years, but he, sleeps. he keeps trying. Jared and Casey. What's going on, Jared? What's up, Ben? Uh happy other Turkey Day. Is that uh Des Bryant? Is that Des Bryant for the win? No. Uh this guy and four other players from his alma mater were drafted in the first round. Play it again. And backflip. All right. Let's go to caller five. Justin in Cincinnati. See if he knows it.
4: It's one of the two meathead brothers. I'm thinking it's Joey Bosa. And be nicer to Roberto, please. Have a good day.
1: Is that is that Joey Bosa? That is right.
5: That's That's over.
1: Man, by name. There you go. I said Caller 5. It was Caller 5. No, I won first because I went first. I know, and but I, said, I named hey. him by No, name. but I I, I said Caller 5. Said he was Caller 5. And I said, but I said the number up, 5.
0: If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your in online or in a store near you at Zin.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.